<clears throat> so today we talk about soap and some other things. Nodding your head doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> on the podcast. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. There's. <clears throat> I didn't roll my eyes. I roll. Anyway, <laughs> this is Matt Resch, the Resch Strategies team on the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Today, uh, we have a, a great Lansing uh, figure on our on our show, Ora Osborne. She owns October Moon. Uh, it's a gallery and boutique shop in Old Town Lansing. Uh, we find out today it's been around for almost 20 years how she started it, what it's been like to run a shop like this in, the, in a pandemic and in other other times. Um, and we learn about soap. Do we though? It's the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> didn't your microphone break when we were- No, I was an idiot. I think I had something muted and wasn't paying attention. You okay? It's my allergies. Yeah, Literally, I have- <clears throat> COVID. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I don't have COVID. Jimmy got tested. You couldn't have I'm like edited that better. <laughs> Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rest Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really. I was distracted staring at Joe's cold oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his desk. It's always here. It's always here. And by the way, the 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 ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like one to ten. It's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, there's nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your say that? Okay, welcome back. You're listening to the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Uh, this is Matt Resch of Resch Strategies. We are a uh, public affairs and a public relations firm headquartered in downtown Lansing, Michigan. Uh, you can find us at reststrategies.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Resch Strategies. Um, our website, uh, I'm sorry, all of our podcasts are on our website, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And uh, our Twitter account for this little pod is the Cold Oatmeal, at Cold Oatmeal Pod. Yes. Got through it. Good job. I think I need to mix that up. It's getting boring. I think <clears> you do. It's a lot of info. Um, yeah. Lot, and you say I think really you fast. should sing it or like maybe do some fun voices. Oh, do a jingle. That you Every time I have. do a voice, you guys laugh. We Exactly. Isn't that your goal? our <laughs> listeners <laughs> entertained. Today. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, the I'm podcast, waiting. Right? <laughs> there we go. So around the table here in the office, we've got. Carla Buell. Joe Bashi. Nikki O'Mara. And on the phone. She's still Laura Beal. Laura still here. <laughs> Jumps off mute to say hello. Hello, Laura. Hello. So today, um, a friend of mine who's uh, I've known for a while um, owns a shop here in Old Town, Lansing. Uh, her name is Aura Osborne. I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast probably are clients and customers of Aura's. And if they aren't, they should be. Um, October Moon is a gallery, a very cool shop uh, in Old Town. And one that has was really there in one old town be, before it came a thing. When did you guys like? Do you remember when Old Town Joe? When you've, you're a Lansing, yeah. Right? I don't know. I I can't. I don't have any memory of it. Like prior to like what it is now, it's just always kind of been what this is. But I know that's not the case. But I guess I just wasn't down here. So yeah, when I moved when I moved here in the late, I guess it was the late '90s. It was <clears throat> it was pretty pretty bleak down there. There's a couple little things. But do you did you ever you were in East Lansing? You probably never drove over to this part of town. I didn't. But I was thinking um, when I interned for the Old Town Commercial Associ- Association. Wow, Association. <laughs> 
See now, if that were that, if that were me, you'd be making fun of me. You can make fun of me. You should have. There's missed opportunities all around. <laughs> anyway, I started in about 2007, and they had just gone through some um, makeover. They won some big makeover for the town or something like that. And um, so I think from then on, it was up and coming. But so I didn't know it before then. But by then, they were already having events and. October moon was there and everything too. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool. It's a really cool part of town, and I, I can't really think of another part of Lansing that has, <clears throat> you know, over such a long, steady period of time, grown and and brought some really cool stuff to town. And Aura is one of the, I would say, one of the founding uh, business owners who helped make that happen. And she's our mm-hmm. guest today on the Cold Oatmeal Podcast, Aura Osborne. So, Aura Osborne, the owner of October Moon Art Gallery and Boutique. Thanks for being thanks for being with us here on the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. My pleasure. So we go back a ways, um, not just as a customer, but our, our children, I think, went to daycare for a, a brief minute there at, at uh, EC3. So we've known each other for a while. It's true. Um, I've always been amazed at how you run your business, and I wanted to have you come in and, and talk a little bit about what that what that's been like. So for those of you, for people who haven't ever been to October Moon, haven't had the, the chance to do that, how do you describe it to people? Oh, I tried to go out of my way not to describe it um, because I feel like then they'll ask me more questions. Uh, Generally, when people ask me what I do, I default to saying something that I think that they'll end the conversation. The last time um, I answered that I worked at Taco Bell and that I was aspiring (laughs) to be a manager and like it was over and I loved it. I was like, oh, just a moment. (laughs) Wow. So uh yeah, I generally, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I get more pleasure in figuring out how not to do it with other people. Um, for your show, though, <laughs> I, this, I will this not could be a dead do, end for a I podcast. Not, if like, you're just going to like, I'll just be mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, the rhythm to the store, I think it, it changes. Uh, the common theme is things that I like when I'm into at the moment. Um, it can be viewed at even, say, the baby section that started turning into the children's section along with my, like, chronologically, the age of my child when I saw that we needed something or I was looking for something and couldn't find it. Uh, same thing across the board. If it's a great hot sauce, if it is beautiful dishware that's made from an adult <laughs> um, in a country that I can get behind, uh, there is, I mean, truly, like every single item or things that I thoroughly enjoy otherwise of why even have it so how did it start how did your man it's um and i guess when did it start when did you open it 2002 okay so you're coming up on 20 years yeah yeah i am (laughs) and at least two locations right because you started on On turner Turner. and then you moved over i did um i moved over see alex was two so 13 years ago over on Grand River Chavez. Um, and it uh, was a nice, it was a nice change moving across. I love being by the river. Um, I like having um, sort of that section. When I moved, everyone thought I was nuts for moving um, on that section. But also when I started the store, people thought I was nuts for doing that too. And I thought, you know, you roll the dice. So did you do something before you started the store? Did I you, did. What was your career? career? Car- my career was a bartender and a waitress for eight years. At Taco years. Bell? Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked at Moriarty's and I loved okay. it. It was eight years of um, just pretty much 
doing what I wanted to and growing up in a bar as a young woman, I learned tons. Uh, people that I waited on for those eight years are still clients of mine, which um, I, I love those connections. I love knowing someone before they've had children and watching their children grow up and have their own children. I mean, that I've had that opportunity of knowing people for so many decades. Uh, yeah, no, I loved, like truly loved bartending and waitressing most days. I mean, there's a few days that are. So are you from Lansing originally? Grew up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Really? Yeah, I really. <laughs> well, I feel like we have a whole nother uh, yeah, that's pathway like a whole to go other, here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, no, both my parents are from, my roots are from Michigan. Okay. Uh, both went to Michigan State and graduated there. And so when I was in Fairbanks and it was 1993 and that year broke records for being crazy cold and cold, like six, I think it was like one day I actually looked at the temperature and it was like 64 below, not including wind chill. And um, when it gets that cold, it's like the sound of metal. It's only like there's an actual sound attached to cold and it just sucked. And I was 17 and I was going to the university there because um, I could get in-state tuition. And <laughs> that was back, I don't know if you can do it now, when credit card uh, people could give you credit cards like right, like on the spot. And mm -hmm. I lied and said I was 18 and got two Chase, one Chase Visa and one Chase MasterCard with a limit of $700 a piece. And it was the tail end of my semester and I packed my stuff, booked a ticket and I was gone two weeks later and came to Michigan um, where it felt, where I knew I could still get in-state tuition and figure it out, but I didn't, I guess, have <laughs> to be in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so. Because usually, yeah. you know, I'm I'm born and raised in Michigan, and people from Michigan or not from Michigan, like from the South, are like, "Oh, Michigan's so cold." But you came south to Michigan because it would be warmer <laughs> for you. I well, really, almost anything <laughs> would have been at that point. Yeah, it, it was. I went because I knew I could get tuition, right? Yeah, for a decent amount of money and at least have some type of plan like at all I wasn't a hundred percent sure what my plan was going to be mm -hmm. at that moment so I mean even though I had just got two credit cards <laughs> <laughs> like, and feeling like I was living large yeah. it still wasn't a lot of money but I knew that I could figure it out and I have still family in the area so yeah, yeah. so did so was the store in your in your head for a long time or when did you start to think about the fact that you wanted to do this uh the first i think and that's a, a funny question because i forgot about it for a long time i was around four years old when i got in trouble with my mom because i <laughs> staged our house like a store and spent like the whole day that was back you know that's in the 70s like when you would leave your kids all day long and like it was like a non-issue <laughs> so well you were in Alaska you couldn't go outside right You're... oh I went outside all the time I like was on adventure after adventure I loved growing up in Alaska I mean your imagination every day was like a new adventure uh but I got in trouble from her because I rearranged the whole house and put stickers on things and then went to my neighbors and told them that we were having a sale. <laughs> and awesome. no one came, but they called my mother to tell her what I was up to. Um, so I would say around four. Yeah. I mean, I've that that was one out of many like dreamed up possibilities. Yeah. 
So is it your, I mean, for people, it feels hard for me to ask these questions if someone hasn't been to your store, because it is such a, a beautiful place. And I, I think Thank it you. reflects um, such of your, all of your personal tastes, obviously. Mm -hmm. Did you want to be a small business owner and a retailer first, or did you have an idea of these things that you wanted to be involved in selling and therefore you became a small business, if that makes sense? It does make sense. Um, I'm not sure how to answer it. It, I'm not sure how to answer. I, I feel like there's like at least 20 different businesses in my head that have always been like sort of slowly digesting where you just have to sort of pick one and the opportunity. Um, I was in a place right pre children, um, where I felt a little bit more daring to try something. Um, and I love old town. I love historical buildings and, um, I enjoy taking something that's underappreciated and making it look beautiful. To me, it's very much like food. <laughs> I, you know, you, you take something that someone's discarding and you pick it up and you make it look gorgeous and taste good. And I feel like any item, you can do the same thing. You know, um, I haven't been to your store in a while, admittedly, but um, I used to work for the Old Town Commercial Association. Yeah. And so I'd go there a lot. Yeah. I was an intern. Anyway, I remember your store smelling really good. It does. Is What's the secret? What's the scent? It is because um, we really candles. don't. Would is you it say? candles or something? I, it's a combination of anything. I mean, it's when we get a soap order that's coming over from France, when you're unpacking the boxes, right? Like yeah. each box, you're get this like sort of this beautiful wave of whatever's in there. And then the next box is still, but it's a different scent. And um, yeah, it's a combination of everything it really is. I mean, people for years, um, that's actually, if I had to make out a list of things that people want to argue about with me on, it would be the smell of the store because people will come in and say, it smells great. What is that? And mm -hmm. I'll say, oh, it's just a combination of everything. And they're like, nope, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I used to feel actually a little defensive of it. I'm like, no, really? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like lemon verbena. It's lavender. It's this, it's that. And now I'm like, all right go around, smell everything, figure it out. <laughs> the thing about the smell of your store and the packaging. So, you know, when you go and you buy something from Aura at October Moon, you don't just walk out with it in your hand or even really in a bag. You almost are gift wrapping the bag. It comes yeah. with a bow and it comes with um, th wonderful things that smell on it. Mm -hmm. It makes it very hard to buy gifts for people because you can't walk in your house especially my wife, you can't walk in the house without her immediately knowing sure. you've been, mm -hmm. you've been to October moon. I'm like, I have to leave her gifts in the trunk of my car that, because that's, that's the standard. only point. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I actually think from a different standpoint, that would probably be good because up until the point you give that gift, you know, something's good coming. So your life is going to be good. <laughs> yes. Our, our, our living room and kitchen at Christmas time always smells good because put, nice, good. I always put those gifts under the tree early so that the, the house can smell. smell nice. nice. So I wanted one other thing that I've noticed, and I'll tell a little story about this, is that you have a real focus on customer service and, I, and really pampering your customers, mm. at least in my in my observation. What is that come from? I mean, your service background, you know, working at Mort's or what? Because some some people open businesses and that you, you don't really feel like you're getting special treatment when you walk in, but your place you clearly do. Huh. Well, I, I mean, I definitely think. Yeah, customer service is always right in front of us, but I don't, I, 
That's a great question. I, I feel like it stems from in anything that I do. Like if it's talking to my children and just being kind and connecting with them and, or if I'm at work and there's someone in front of me and they're talking about what they're needing or how their day is going and extending yourself. Really, it's just to me as an energy exchange. And if I like to be good at what I do in a, in a business aspect, right, of this level of preparation, the store, to being able to wrap it, to make it even look more enticing, you know, in a box or a bag when the person leaves, because there's such a, I, at least myself, when I'm unwrapping a gift, there is a lot of joy and anticipation of what's in there. Um, but everything else, that customer service, I feel like that's just really fluid. It's, I mean, it's definitely a priority and always will be, but um, it's not thought out that much, to be honest. Like, I feel like it needs to be authentic to it. I mean, that's one of the things when we, when it is rare that we hire, but when we hire, that is something that you need to be sort of authentically kind and enjoy pleasing people. Otherwise you have no business being here. Well, that comes, that comes off clearly in the people who you have, you mentioned old town and I'm curious, you had to have been at the early side of old towns kind of comeback, right? Sure. I mean, back then, I mean, it's before I moved to, I was here, but I don't really, I mean, there wasn't a lot there, at least not anything good. What was it like to open up a store that has so much beautiful things in it, in a place, in a part of town that was really kind of old and forgotten? I, well, I, I mean, definitely uh, <laughs> the the demographics of Old Town has changed in almost two decades. I, I loved it for its architecture and it's like funk. Like you could tell when you walked through there, like we would go down there for ice cream and we would walk and look at buildings and eat ice cream. And it was well, on the scandalous side. I mean, definitely uh, an area where people that are down on their luck or that were trading services like at the corner <laughs> was happening it um I don't know I loved it though you could tell that there was people that cared like um one of the people uh, that's passed away uh Robert Busby was mm-hmm. down there and you could feel like his energy vibration of like just like artwork going on and using what you had and it felt familiar I mean, growing up in Alaska, people don't have a lot. It's not like you can just run down to the store. So you, I mean, you truly, it's like you, it's like you grew up in the depression. (laughs) Like you save everything and there's a purpose for everything. And even if it's not at that moment, it could be down the line. And um, I don't know, I felt that. I felt very connected to the area. Have you ever thought, maybe I'm making assumptions here. It feels to me that more of your clientele would be, East Lansing-ish, Okemos-ish. They are. That's where they reside. And have you ever thought about or regretted being, I'm guessing you haven't regretted being in Old Town, but did you ever think maybe I should be out in that part of the, that part of Lansing? Because where the people are? I've thought about it. Um, I think economically it would be smarter for me to be there because that is, when you look at the demographics of the people that I serve, of where they reside if, when we have that information. Um, most of them live on the outskirts of Lansing, east side. Um, about 82% of the people are sort of east side. And then the remainder part, like we, a lot of people from the Detroit area, which I find fascinating mm-hmm. and outside, um, not a whole lot of people that actually reside in Lansing, but work in Lansing, come into the store. I love that I do feel like I 
um, was part of getting people to come to Old Town. And it now is a destination spot. I mean, when people come into town, they're like, where do we take, you know, Aunt Mary? And they go and they walk around Old Town and they go to eateries and they go to coffee shops and they come into gift stores and they come into wherever and they just walk around and they enjoy the city. And to me, that's really special. So that's one of the reasons I stay. Have you ever thought about opening up another shop or a, a second or in, in any other place? I have been, um, so no, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have been um, contacted by several people over the years to make more October moons. Um, I have no desire. Um, I feel like it would be, I don't know, I would have to give up a lot and that would be cooking dinner for my children. That would be going to the market. I mean, this year, not so much going to the market, but in your spent, like there's a joy to that. Riding my bicycle to go to the post office. Like it's a time issue. Like I value those things a lot and I already work a lot um, more than I actually want to. And I get one chance with my kids and pretty, pretty on that. Like that's maybe when they are grown and they're doing their own thing, I would consider it. But for now, like, I just want to be like hunkered in with them and enjoy what I'm doing at the store and try to be good at that because there's even, there's still quite a few areas that I feel like I could be a lot better and just don't know how to yet. So I'm trying to learn and grow. Where does the name October Moon come from? <laughs> um, so I, took this trip a while ago uh, to Europe with my mom and one of the, we were in Italy and I love espresso. <laughs> so when I came back, I was like, all right, I'm getting an espresso machine. You know, what I've been using makes no sense. And um, in developing the idea of opening up a store, um, the day, you know, you do your, like your checklist of things that you need to figure out of the name and I did like six espressos and I was like, I'm going to figure out this name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And anyone that knows me, like, like today, like I wanted to have a cup of coffee around one o'clock. I was like, Oh hell no, you can't do it. You're just like, you're obnoxious on caffeine. Like you have a high sensitivity to it. Like I just vibrate more than I normally do. So after six espressos, like I was like flying, right. like, I mean, like sweats, like, but loving it, <laughs> <laughs> like truly my drug of choice. And, um, just started listing out like some of my favorite things and then paired words together. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So like that. nothing deep, nothing, yeah, nothing significant. I mean, I can come up with a lie, but I, <laughs> but that's, that's how I came up with the name. All right. Yeah. She was, she was working the Taco Bell drive right, through yeah. window and she looked out one, on a, like one late October night and saw them. Yeah. The October night. Yeah. Where do you find the things that you sell? Um, everywhere. I you mentioned at the beginning, there's, you have all kinds of like, everything from salsa to soap mm -hmm. I do, and yeah. cookie mix to CDs. I mean, yeah, it's true. And talk about CDs. Like I'm trying to make a comeback with CDs. Like I, <laughs> like, I love CDs. I love that. I can like, so I still mix CDs for my friends that don't have CD players. So now I have started giving them boom boxes, like for gifts, <laughs> like with the CD. So there's no, like, I love mixing CD. Like my kids love it. You you know, like I love doing it. It's just so easy. Um, so I love se still selling CDs in the store. And I'm shocked how many people still buy CDs. Like I'm shocked. Um, and I love it. And I hope that increases. Um, 
but where do I find all the items? Truly everywhere. I mean, you go to different gift shows that are across, um, you know, from California to New York and everything in between, um, Europe, different gift shows there. Um, I also love to travel and even like, um, for instance, one of the hot sauces that I have is from New Orleans and I was on vacation in New Orleans. Of course, I'm buying up every hot sauce I can because I know that's not going to go to waste and under wanting to product research everything. Um, I'm just purchasing, you know, like 35 different hot sauces and then fell in love with one. And then next thing it's on the shelves at the store. Yeah. So it can be from all different areas. How much time do you devote to that? And is it like a specific, like every week you're like, okay, I got to like look for new stuff or is it more of a mm. thing where you just kind of like go about your life and you fall into these things that you like and that you go on to sell? I think it depends on the time. If I have the time, I mean, like say holiday time in the store, like I'm only sleeping three hours a night and working 18 hours a day. So I'm not allotting any time for product research. But this time of year, um, I give a lot of time to products and I have several um, binders full of things like maybe that I don't think that the store is ready for, but maybe will be in a few years, more like say design type items from different quilts or different um, pillows or, you know, just, or even t-shirts. I, I think that um, it goes, whatever time I do have, I generally spend to it, but those are the things that I actually love. So I don't clock the hours, like product research to me is like juicy and it's good. And I like to find like who makes it, like what's their story? Like for instance, one of the items that um, I love that we carry, we carry lots of different stickers these days. And there's this one um, woman, that young woman, uh, I think she's 23 or 24 years old and she is an artist, but's going to law school, is about to graduate um, and she makes stickers. This is, this is her income and she has no intention of actually using her law degree in a traditional manner. She's doing it just out of pure interest. She's like, I make enough off stickers. And it's, I love, you know, like I love her story. I love that makes me actually want to get her stickers more. She's doing it. She's a one woman show. She's making, this is her career for the moment. I'm not sure how long that that'll last, but she definitely has a solid backup plan of a law degree. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about the last year and what it's been like to be a retailer in a pandemic and, and COVID going from when you were shut down at the very beginning and then I think just probably just doing curbside and, and delivery and when you're able to open up and how, how that has been. Um, so there's lots of different, different waves of different, you know, depending on what was going on. Um, we, we, I shut down. I, it's, it's always interesting to say we, when it's your decision, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I, um, I made the decision to shut down. It was the Sunday before I think the, um, Tuesday announcement of shutdown because there was so many people in the store. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon and I couldn't, I didn't, because this is all new territory, I didn't know what to do, but I knew that we weren't operating safely. I mean, there was so much, the store was packed. There were stores packed, everyone's touching everything. And I actually even saw a woman put a chapstick tester on and I like, like I truly like, was like, we have to shut down. <laughs> like I, I like put me over the edge. One, no one should ever put a chapstick tester on. Uh, but two, but but two, especially when a pandemic is going on. And I am like, 
I have to do a good job. Clearly one of the things was getting rid of chapstick testers. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, she was a teacher too, by the way, like oh, no. I won't, I won't say her name. So she had so many germs built up. I mean, she's, yeah. she, that's not what she's <laughs> thinking. She's, she's like, what proof yeah. she's like these lips, <laughs> nothing can get through these. Um, but so, uh, we shut down a little bit early. I put a sign on the door, um, just explaining myself, right? Like I want to, I want to do a good job. I don't know how to do that. Um, and then the shutdown happened, um, which was, a little scary at first. I mean, I'm trying to think of the different emotions like through the last year. And I, it was, it was a little scary. And then after I think I've been thinking, oh, in a few weeks, <laughs> you know, like I didn't, yes, it, didn't we all, yeah, no, yeah. it really like, I didn't, um, the extension of time over a year would have never have been in my head. And, um, but in that time period, where I realized it wasn't going to be a few weeks. There was like, you need to act quick. Um, it was after 19 years, like I've never wanted to start a website. Like, the idea of it is like, a, just like repels me. Um, and so I'm like, well, I guess I have to start a website <laughs> to communicate with people now. <laughs> you know, like I felt a little disgruntled about it. Um, and then what, when we do open, what are we going to do and then, you know, along with media, you're getting reports of really pissed off people, what they potentially might do. And um, I care about myself, my staff, my clients. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do? Okay, we'll do locked door entrance. We will do sanitation station because even, even if you are wiping everything down, there's, you can't wipe everything down after each person. So we'll just start with the, these, these things, as well as like very informatively, no apology, mask sanitize before you begin. And that way, if someone was at the door that didn't want to follow um, <laughs> the legal rules, it was a, just a nice, like, have a good day, shut the door, which has happened a few times. Um, and there was no please there was thank yous, but no pleases when it came along to how we were going to set it up. Um, when I was allowed to work, but without any employees, that was interesting that, um, I liked it. <laughs> no, I'm being, <laughs> for lots of different reasons. I, I really like my coworkers, like really like them. I'm super lucky to um, be in the grace of working with them. I learn from all of them. They teach me, I, I feel like probably more than I teach them. Uh, the, but I liked working by myself. I liked the hustle and I hadn't felt um, that stimulated in a long time professionally. Maybe it's because I've been at it for so long but I really liked that I had to be quick and clear and on it. And even though it was a lot of work, um, a lot of work and felt like I was bringing, like brought to my knees several times. I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I, when I look back at the different waves, so during that time period, like I'm thinking around like three months into the pandemic, 
you know, like I, at the time, my five-year-old is on tow, like we're riding our bicycle to work. This is what we do. You know, there is no preschool. There is this is set up a little tent for him so he could take his nap at my work. You know, the store is sealed off because we're not allowed to have customers in there. I was a little art easel. We had our routine going and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. Um, at the same time, there was a great reward to like people like yourself um, were ordering things through this website that, what do I know about websites? Like, so I actually, you, you didn't have a website until no, this happened? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like I'm embarrassed to say it, but at the same time, like it really humors me, like how, like I was so against it. Well, it's <laughs> so, so, it's so. And not even an information page. I was like, so counter, like the retail, everything's online and to have a place that is, that has been as successful and to have to not have to go into. Yeah. No, I didn't even have it like an information page. I was like, no, you have to come find me. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's an, like a disgruntled edge (laughs) of me where it was like, I wanted you to come through the door. I wanted to meet you. I wanted to know what you were getting. Um, I wanted to know who you were giving it to. I wanted to know all the details, make sure this was the right gift to be giving. Well, so, and I was looking at it today because I wanted to see if there's any any background or history on. And now I understand that there really isn't. And so no, I'm like, now I'm like, zero correct. history. But the way you have it set up is so interesting because it's not like you click on soap or or you know right. dishes. It's almost like it's a series of images of gifts that you're or gifts or topics or or like. Like you, there's the first pictures. I'm assuming maybe it's your son, like a, a kid with a dirty face. That would be my child. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very interesting way of, a unique way of marketing that stuff. It, it well, so um, with the website, which is funny to me because I was like, well, I guess I have to go onto a website and see what I like and don't like mm-hmm. as my research. And so, because that's not how I shop at all. Like I would never, like I'm still someone that doesn't have an ATM card. Like I like going into a bank and talking with a teller and doing a transaction. So the website itself, um, I just started making a list of things that I liked, things I didn't like. And then all the things, and, and by the way, I don't know how to do a website. <laughs> like, it was like, like I, you know, like, and we need to do this like in a week. And so and I'm going to do it myself because I don't know I'm going to have money again, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. And so all of these different things. And I think it's a good start. Like uh, for the website, like I would love to do a lot of different things to it, but I don't have the time or the staff. Like we're still down half staff um, because they're not comfortable coming back yet. It is, uh, yeah. It, it, and it was like, well, how do I have a conversation with people that have been into the store. And so in my sort of weird mind, like that's how I set up the website. So do you have a social media? Like, are we on like Facebook and something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So face that. Yeah. So I had a customer, um, Kurt, um, He Kurt Berryman. Yeah. <laughs> he, Listen, we've, I've tried. I wanted to get Kurt on this podcast. Oh, he'd and be he, so good. I know. And he, he said, my bosses won't let me talk to the public. I <laughs> understand why. And, but I think he would be such a sensational guest. Like I would love to be in the background just to hear what he says. Um, well, Kurt, if you're listening. Yeah. Like he's just a funny human being. And so nice, like so nice. Um, he, 
his shop before his mother's passing would shop for his mom. And so that's how I started um, knowing Kurt. And he, so, yeah. And then he started shopping for his wife and just a very lovely, like in love with the women in his life, takes care of him with gifts. And it's really fun to um, watch picking out a gift. He never accepts my help. And that really drives me nuts. And it's really like the only person that doesn't accept my help. And <laughs> like, I like figured it out. It's because he wants it. Like he knows those people really, really well. And even if he like messes up, he wants it to be on himself. That's at least my interpretation. I could be totally wrong, but, um, but anyways, the show isn't about Kurt, but he is, <laughs> but he is the person that told me to get on Facebook. He, I can't remember how many years ago, I think it was probably like a decade, decade and a half ago. He's like, so, uh, you should be on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> like no really you need to get on Facebook and I was like I I've heard of this Facebook yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can take care or leave it um he's like just check it out you need to do this um so I actually uh thankfully uh, like many of my customers that um tell me when they really think that I'm doing something wrong <laughs> got onto Facebook opened up an account um and that seems fairly popular, I, I think. I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked other people's store pages in a long time, but I think we have like 13 or 14,000 followers um, on that. And I try to do... That's well, pretty good. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I try to do like, I, like maybe one or two posts a week and then more when it's busier. Um, I hate it though, because like, I'm tired, like, uh, and I'm not, and, and also I, like a few years ago, I was told I needed reading glasses and I'm very, like, I still won't get them out. <laughs> so <laughs> later on when I see the post, I'm like, Oh, I misspelled that word. Like I'm so irritated that I didn't notice it while I was doing it. And then I get mad for my bad eyesight, you know, <laughs> it's like this whole spiral. Yeah, it is. It is. So so yes, I am on social media on the Facebook. Um, uh, recently, like recently, like maybe a year or two ago, got on Instagram, which I thought was just a photo app <laughs> to take pictures. Like, well, I kind of started that like, way. Like I really thought that's what you did if you wanted to make snazzy pictures. <laughs> like, I didn't realize. Oh, oh, you didn't realize the social media part of it. Yeah, I oh, thought like I gotcha. like maybe your friends, right, would be like nice picture, yeah, but not like. <laughs> So clearly I'm a little bit behind on that stuff. It's just what? not what I gravitate to. Like right, I yeah. respect that a lot of people use it for um, communication. I got more aware of it with the pandemic mm -hmm. because that was our way to communicate a lot of times and um, definitely, definitely appreciated it um, during the last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, so much of what you sell is so pretty. I think it would mm -hmm. lend itself. Very Instagram well. would be perfect yeah. for you. It, it would be, especially if my six-year-old isn't taking the picture. Like, <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's like a family operation, you know, mm -hmm. like it's not something that I would necessarily farm out, you know, like, um, and a lot of time, I mean, I get contacted often in that particular era. Like people are like, let me grow your media. And I, I don't even, um, it's hard for me to ask, even 
it's hard for me to clearly hard for me to communicate what I want if I don't know what I want until I'm in the middle of it. And I guess yeah. I'm more apt to have it flawed and just do it myself. And, um, in that, in that in itself to me is part of the attraction. It's like, we're just, it's a human. Yeah. I think that also fits into the vibe of your brand that you've been talking about in this podcast too. You don't think about it too much. Just let it flow and work itself out. I, is that how I'm coming? That's how you're coming off. That's interesting. And it works. It seems to be working. I think about my store a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love, um, if I'm giving a carefreeness to it, good. Mm -hmm. There is, there's a fluidity to it, but it is definitely thought out a lot and very much planned. And I truly believe in preparation. Um, and I guess the combination, even going back to Matt's original question about like, how in the last year with the pandemic preparation, like yeah. truly like not just working hard, but working smart. Mm-hmm. And, um, the last year I've, I've always worked hard. Th- th- that to me is a non, um, non-question, but making sure I'm working super smart, prepared as much as I can be. And no, there's a huge level of preparation. I think that that allows you to have that. I mean, I, I assume that that was there as well, but I also think that allows you to have that freedom too, to know what you're, you want and what you're looking for in your store. I mean, mm-hmm. I do just seem to have this knowing, you know, I feel like I'm a, a decent decision maker. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, and I don't necessarily spend a whole lot of time on it because there isn't a whole lot of time. It's like, say you find a parent that has a lot of children. They're not going to, they're not going to him and ha over many decisions. They're going to make a decision. They're going to hope for the best most likely there is background that has led them to that and they'll just go steps forward. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I feel like I operate. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot going on. I'm not going to overthink it unless I think that I need to. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah. Was there a point this year that you thought this might, you might not be able to keep going? Did it ever get to that? Not in, pry too much, but like, did the things like get, financially yeah, or like, the, or like, like the, I'm sick of people? No, like, you thought like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm not sure I can keep a business open like this. Um, in the beginning, I, so maybe, maybe I, um, I guess I didn't actually, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I never thought that I would fail at it. I, I mean, I, I f- feel like I adapt really, really well. And and I don't wait, right? Like I feel a lot of the businesses, as hard as it is, a lot of them that truly took four months off and didn't come to work are in a, a, a different disp- different place. They're in a different place. Like even though my doors were locked, I came to work every single day. Up until recently, I didn't take a day off for a year. Like I, like that to me. Um, so I, I guess I never entered the possibility that the store wouldn't work. It was like, I am going to work my tail off. I am going to keep my family happy. I am going to try to like take care of myself. And we're just going to do like, that's how I embraced the last year. So I guess failure wasn't necessarily an option, even though I did joke a bunch like holiday season and the preparation to, um, making sure I had product because that is, that is an issue. If you're not getting your product from, um, Asia, uh, you might not get product. 
like you straight up might not like one of my favorite companies they print they're from michigan it's a husband wife team they print our um dish towels they ran out of ink they couldn't get ink worldwide mm. you know it wasn't mm. and so knowing all of these different things and having all of these relationships with um my vendors uh it was like, okay, we need a lot more vendors and we need them quick. And so I doubled my inventory because I didn't know when I could get stuff and I didn't want to run out a product. I might run out of one thing, but I wanted to make sure to have something else to at least substitute it. Um, and so I did joke financially. I was like, well, if I'm going down, I'm going down. <laughs> Cause I'm always surprised at how much money is out there. <laughs> like, and how much money like back to the Chase Visa, they gave me $700. <laughs> like, I'm always amazed at like, I, uh, yeah, I'm amazed at how much money I can spend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't, so failure wasn't necessarily an option to me, but it was a real possibility. I, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Do you have any big plans for your 20th anniversary or have you thought about it? I haven't even thought about it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe get on, maybe get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. I did start like a few years ago and then I forgot my passcode. Yeah. And then I remembered it in the middle of the pandemic. Like I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, I remembered it. It's been like four years. <laughs> like, and then I logged on. I think I did two posts and then I forgot it again. You know what? You should do TikTok. That would be the next one I would recommend I for you. I not do any more social media. <laughs> like I can't even... I, yeah, that was explained to me by my 15 year old son recently. Just a step. I was like, I, <laughs> I, I can't do it right now. Like I, That's fair, hey. like the idea, like makes me want to close the store. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that then. Yeah. So it's octobermoon.shop. Is that the website? I think. Yes, it I is. Looked it up. There yes, you go. Thank so you. You do know the, you do know the, the address mm -hmm. of your website. Yes, that, that is, I okay. do. <laughs> so so go there. Mother's Day is coming up. This it's podcast true. is coming out a couple of days before Mother's Day. Great place. I've shop there often for yeah. my, my children's mother as well as my own <laughs> your children's mother your, <laughs> wife, your wife Brenda <laughs> before so, you guys even had babies yes we've been going. Yeah. see this is unlike Kirk I need help when it comes to shopping and one of the most amazing things is that you sometimes seem to know my wife better than I do when I come in and you've, you've corrected me at times when you said, Have really, I? is that what you are? That's I, not her favorite scent. I, I don't remember doing that. I've always thought actually that you're a really good gift giver. Um, you seem to know Brenda extremely well and yeah, so that's interesting. That's an interesting take on it. I remember. I remember because I I was like lavender's your thing, right? I, that's that's her that's her that's favorite. True. But I thought maybe I should shake it up and try something different. And so I had this. I had a different flavored something. And mm -hmm. you said, you know, that lavender is what she likes. I'm like, <laughs> I, yeah, okay, fine, I'll stick with it. I, I don't remember that, but I believe that it happened. No, I, I appreciate I, it because I, I often tell people <laughs> they're doing it wrong. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming by this afternoon and taking some time away from the shop to come talk to us a little bit about this budget store. My pleasure. My pleasure. Do any of your guests ever ask you guys questions on the way here? I was listening to the podcast, sort of just prepping, getting an idea um, of it. And which is, by the way, I had to figure out how to get a podcast on my phone. Um, <laughs> I yeah. am now, I have subscribed to your podcast. Oh, I'm wow, going to all. listen to it. Um, so that when you first asked me to be on, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to learn how to get a podcast. So I, 
um, did that. And since then I have found a few other podcasts like this. There you it's go. fun. Yeah. yeah. We've had some of your neighbors. Karen Steffel was one of our first, Karen. uh, and was not a neighbor, but Megan Holland, who yeah. you know, was, was on there. She was one of, I think our first season guests. She's a residential neighbor of mine. Yes. So had yeah. some good, some good folks. So do they get ever ask you guys questions? So like on the way here, I thought, you know what? <laughs> they don't ever want to be like, say it's a snowstorm and they want to like have a podcast, like in the, in the background, they could have like each guest that has been on here. Um, they could have one question that they had called in and you guys could have their question to each of you. Well, no one has asked us questions. No, no. I mean, it's always anyone's ever asked us. I like yeah, it's always open. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should next time you can come back and we'll, you can interview us. I I don't I don't think I would be a good interviewer at all. I I just was thinking I was like I wonder like I don't know like after being new to podcasts I'm like but I want to know about the people that are there. Yeah. And. I don't know. You guys seem to have a really good time. Like now I know your license plate. It's not <laughs> dad 420. <Yeah. laughs> you know, oh. Like it was like, I, like, I was like, oh, I have so many questions about this. <laughs> I, had, I, had a friend, I had a friend come up to me on Thursday night and he goes, Hey Dan. Yeah. No, I was looking for your car when I was parking. I was like, where's Dan? <laughs> uh, yes, well, we're here to answer your questions anytime. I had so many flooded on the way here, but another day, another day. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you guys. <laughs> we'll be right back. So I have a story. I was going to say this one, or I was here. Or are we we're back on, Joe? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. So, just to, we talked a little bit about her commitment to customer service, and yeah. So, uh, my wife for Christmas last year, right before the pandemic, got me some really nice soap for Christmas. I put it in my stocking, mm-hmm. which soap is not usually my. I, I'm not really a big soap person. You use it though. Right? I, I use it. Yeah, I, okay. I do use it, but I've never cool. been picky or I've, I've spent more than 99 cents on a bar of mm-hmm. Dove soap. Not, mm-hmm. not my thing. But anyway, this is like soap. It's a men's soap. And so I unwrap this stuff and it is the most amazing <laughs> soap. And it's completely changed my entire view of why is what it, makes it what great? makes it amazing i don't even know it smells What's it smell they all they're all different and they all smell good they, she has like 17 different varieties and they all have really cool names and they all kind of smell different but they all smell good and mm. it's it's changed my view and i look for, i look forward to showers in a way that i have not before because what's soap. great about it you got to tell me, yeah, like, is, like, it, like, is it, is it, is it how like clean it moisturizing, is? It extra lathery. What does it do for you? It's just the shape of this. It's a big fat <laughs> bar. It's like a big manly bar of soap. I was not expecting it's that. not like a, it's not like, like the dove shell sh- shape or like, it's no, it's not any like yeah. weird shape. It's got, it's just this big brick. It's got some heft to it. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's this big brick manly bar of soap that smells good. Nice. And yes. so I get hooked on this soap and then the pandemic comes like right when I get the, the two bars I get for Christmas are, are out. Like the thing when the, the pandemic shuts oh, no. everything down yeah. and I'm like, Ugh. 
I need my soap. And I, uh, where do I go to get this? And so I'm, you know, it's funny that she's talking about her website because she must have just had just put this together. And so I, I go on the website and I see, well, I'll see if I can get some soap online and I'll, she, she can ship it. Can she ship? And so I go and I pick out some bars of soap and to her point, a lot, a lot of the good ones were, were out. She was out of stock, but I was able to find a few bars. So I order them up and I'm like hit delivery and I type in my address and I buy the soap. And later that day, I hear this like faint knock on the door and I come to the door and she's walking, kind of walking quickly away from my front door to her running car in the street. And she had put the, she had brought the soap to my house. Oh, that's great customer service. And I'm like, how, like, how did you even know <laughs> where I was? <laughs> Like, I mean, oh. and she's like, you did give me your address because I was going to mail it. But I'm like, I'm just going to run. I'm running errands anyway. I'll just run by his house and drop it off. I'm like, that's amazing. I think she did it one other time too. Anyway. Then you didn't really nice. Soap. What? Then you didn't run out of your soap. I didn't. It was close. I don't think I ever. It's it it kind of like me and my haircuts. I never had to. Mail it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but yeah. Soap is. So yeah. Octobermoon.shop. Great place. You've been there? Yeah, but I actually that was thinking or that not was at thinking. least eight years, huh? It's been a while, <laughs> but I need something else for my mom for Mother's Day, so I might actually go this week. You should. You should go, Joe. I haven't been in forever, but yeah. Have I you should. been there? I, I'm. I'm. Positive they have good. I'm they have good soap. I think you would oh. like this soap. <laughs> I probably would. I mean, I'm sitting here like wanting to make fun of you, but I'm like, I know I'm this finicky about like everything else. They have in my so life. much more <laughs> than soap. Oh my gosh. I'm surprised you haven't started like lotion, like no, face I've, wash. I'm, no, there's a, there's a line. Shampoo. There's a line, and that's not one I'm going to cross. I I mean, soap lotion. Is, lotion is the line. Lotion's the line. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not gonna can't. Buy, I'm not going to buy lotion. Are you too you manly for lotion? lotion? The soap, you don't. With well, the soap, you don't need it. I think that's like part of the tag. Oh, like, you use the soap. You don't need anything else. You don't need lotion. You want to know a funny story about this soap? So, on Thanksgiving, did I tell you? On Thanksgiving, our drain backed up. Oh no. And. So it was, it was Thanksgiving morning and I, I did a bike ride. I took a shower and Brenda we were cooking dinner. We were supposed to eat at like two o'clock. And I think I, I had to go downstairs to get some food from the storeroom or whatever. And I, it's, it smells really good in the basement. I'm like, this is weird. Uh-oh. And I go into the other, the, the room that we never go into kind of like the back storeroom where the drain is. And I see that there's water on the floor. And the drain had clearly backed up. We needed like a rotor rooter guy to come and clean up. But my shower was the last thing that had happened. And so the soap, <laughs> the soapy water had was what had backed up into the floor onto the floor of the basement. Lucky Did you. you just go and like roll around. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it's like it smells so good in here. This room has never smelled so good. And the it's because the drain backed up with the soapy water from this amazing soap. I thought you were gonna Yum. say that it backed up with like turkey bits, and I was wondering why it smelled Ew. good. <laughs> turkey bits, yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, so that's yeah. A, another reason to get the soap and to go to October Moon because if your drain ever backs up, it won't stink. There you go. There you go. You don't stink, your drains don't stink. <laughs> Two for Just one. Just keep slogans, slogan and slogan. You know what? I think she she should get on social media. She could use those. Yeah, that's for sure. Instagram captions right there. That's right. I can just, I'm looking at Joe's face and I can, you, you just like want to make, you want to. <laughs> I, 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 I got nothing. I mean. <laughs> I'm the same way, just not with soap. 
Okay. Well, Aura Osborne was our guest today on the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. She's the owner of October Moon, uh, a st- great store in Old Town, uh, Lansing shop at octobermoon.shop. Um, for Nikki, Joe, Carly, and Laura, this is Matt. You've been listening to the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.